and the music is mild compared to this. This is called moshing, a dance popular among the metal crowd. At times, it looks more like a contact sport. And what about this? Stage diving, a common occurrence at heavy metal concerts all over the country. Jay broke his wrist stage diving a few months ago. But his fellow fans insist they look out for one another. You don't want to get hurt. Everybody has got like a little kind of brotherhood. No one wants to get hurt. Everybody keeps their arms down. It's trust. It's, it looks, I have to admit, when I first saw it, I, I got scared. But it's not, I'm, I'm all sweaty, but it's, it's fun. Still, some counseling groups say heavy metal is out of control and advocate a tough stance with rules to de-metal kids, impose a dress code, tear down posters, and turn off the stereo. Hello and welcome to another episode of Middle-Aged Metalheads. Tonight, the four of us are back in business all together for the year in metal. Uh, we had a couple pirate radio detour episodes in our busy holiday schedule, and now we're all back together for the last live episode of the year. We're going to talk about some of the big stories that happened in 2023, some of the albums, some of the tours, some of the deaths, and uh, what's on the horizon for 2024. No week in metal this week, because every week we did a week in metal, and, but now we're to the year, and... Uh, I guess we'll just start with the stories. What do you say, boys? Can I have a a small weekend medal? Maybe? Of course. I I want to do a New Year's resolution. Oh, ah. no. oh here we go. Oh. <laughs> well, because I was the one at our on our pirate radio episode that basically is that said, is that free shipping from the basement full of boners for any <laughs> for, for the first listener to reach out. That's right. First one to grab a boner gets free shipping. There you go. So uh, last when we did our, our Judas Priest episode, I was basically, sadly, the, the doomsayer of, of metal and, you know, all of our heroes are going to die. So I'm going to make a New Year's resolution that starting next episode, my week in metal, every time we do an episode, will be a new release, a new band. I'm oh, I thought you were going to stay an obituary. I'm like, dude, way to stick right. to your story. Like, no, no, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring. A maybe, new maybe that'll be Michael. You know, a new band, some, some, something new, something cutting edge, you know, something people probably haven't All heard. Right. Just to try to help to push, you know, some of these bands okay. forward as we as we, as we we read through the obituaries in 24. Hmm. Nice. But, and again, that's, and we're, with this roundup, that's, that's a really good sort of, you know, ethic to get into. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm stopping. I'm not going to wait for like the next Twisted Sister record. I'm just going to like, I'm going to listen to the next, I don't know, uh, King Gizzard Lizard and the Wizard Lizard. <laughs> That's very yeah, close. I, I, on the flip side of that, I think we should have we should start normalizing a rock gut raccoon recommend of the week. Like, we keep digging that up. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I like I'll, that. I God knows Michael has enough of them. Like, yeah. No, I think we we could all we could all bring in some new features and stuff. Not and, all. You. Just me. <laughs> yeah. We want the I, raccoon. All right. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna channel some rock gut and uh, get some, uh, some tasty choices. He you know, should get an intro. Plucked out of the garbage. I yeah, we'll make an intro for this. I didn't for sure. I didn't get the memo that we weren't doing a weekend memo. Why you have one? I, I just have a commentary. Well, there's, oh, here there's we the, go. There's the doc. So there's oh. that. Go on, Andy Rooney. You still look good, David. Don't worry about the light. Rolling Stone puts out the top 11 al metal albums of 2023. Okay. I haven't first seen of this. First of all, what the heck does... 
What the heck does Rolling Stone know about the top 11 albums of the year? Nothing anymore. Metal albums. Metal albums. I want to run through them really fast, and you stop me when you know what the hell I'm talking about. Okay, start from the bottom. Start from the bottom. Number 11, Kanate, To Be Cruel. Okay. All right. Nope. Colin's going to know more of these bands Dude, than just, us, I guarantee it. This is like quasi-avant, super slow metal. Oh, okay. yeah. No, it, right. it is What's the next definitely one? Number 10, sleepy. Death Clock, Death Album 4. Well, Not that I know. I'm sure. Which I figured you would know. Bring yeah. back some Metalocalypse. Number right. 9, Code Orange. The uh, above. There you go. There you go. Oh, top 10. Not familiar. Number 8, Wayfarer, American Gothic. I, 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 I checked that out. That's that's pretty good. Number seven, surprisingly, Avenged Sevenfold Life is But a Dream. Sure. Yeah, that's uh, on I everybody's mean, that's, list. Is it? Sure. It is. Number six, Agriculture, with their titular record, Ag- Agriculture. We just discussed that on our Pirate Radio episode. Number five, Cannibal Corpse Chaos Horrific. Never heard of them. <laughs> All right. Uh, we were just talking about Number that. four. Jesus Peace, so unknown. We talked about those. I, l- I really like Jesus Peace. And you know what? It's like you didn't listen to our episode. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't you hear our pirate radio episode? And you know what? He doesn't listen to our show. Jesus, Jesus Peace? Why would he be any different than most of the public? They're from Philly. <laughs> Love them. Are they They're really? Philly? Yeah. He's got Ragged. things to do. I don't know if this is Ragana or Ragana. Yeah. Desolation's Flower. I Yep, I added that to the list. That's, that's an interesting listen. Now get this, number two, Godflesh. Yeah, they're Pretty. back. They're back. Who knew? Not me. And number one, this is my actual commentary and beef. Okay. Metallica, seventy-two seasons. Ugh. All right. Really? I mean, it's like it's uh, probably it's, the most successful metal record oh, of the year. It seems like an easy yeah. choice. It's, a, it's an easy. It doesn't pick. say the eleven most successful metal albums of twenty twenty-four. No, it's but I mean, good. by by default. A new Metallica default. record is probably going to be the biggest thrill in the room. Yeah. It, it does say it's best. It's a cop-out pick. It's a cop-out pick. I agree. Because it's, I thought, I actually thought some of these picks were very good. Yeah. Even yeah. if they're just I, trying to be like... It's not a list for a magazine that turned its back on metal pretty much its entire existence. Yeah. Um, so, some good, like, below-the-surface records on there. Um, I, I mean, I think that Jesus Peace record... Dude, this Regana record looks right up your alley, David. Really? Like, they, it looks it looks like Metal Tegan and Sarah. It's it, like, it, that's, I mean, I, I think, John, that's that's what I was. Metal Tegan and Sarah is Tegan and Sarah. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's, it's more like I could listen to Everything Is Awesome every day, all day. If, if Tegan and Sarah were both like uh, Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth, that's yeah. this band. It, it, I'm gonna it, listen it, to it. it. I'm, I'm gonna check it out. Might yeah. be cool. It, 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 it is. It, it's a really interesting listen. I, I, did, I did a little mm-hmm. research here mm-hmm. leading up to our uh, show here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Regana, uh, I think they're out of Olympia, Washington. Oh, no. Just the mm-hmm. two piece, multi instrumentalist, both gals. You might have and to have Hollywood Dan kind of comments there's, on this. There's like some, there's lots of like rage. Like the angry, angry little sisters of. Uh... Sleater Kenny or something. Of the breeders. Kim and Kelly deal. They, they yeah. have mothers and aunts who are riot girls. Well, Maybe grandmothers. Mm. All right. Let, let's get into yeah, some stories this yeah. year, shall we? Please. 
Who, who, wants to, who wants to take one off the list there? Colin, pick something there. Oh, well, we talked about the we talked about the Van Hagar Van Halen tribute tour. We did. I think we could probably save that one for a 2024 story, uh, <laughs> just because uh, if it even happens, because uh, it's it's happen. and, and then I'll just then since we've talked about that, I'm just going to remind everybody: John Five is now a Motley Crew. My my boys kicked out <laughs> Mick Mars and uh, yeah. took John Five uh, off the free agent list. And, well, it uh, also it also seems like he's been a solid fit this year. You know, there was seems. there was a lot of tussle back and forth verbally between Nick Mars and Nikki Six when this went down, and and John Five jumped on for the European leg of the uh, the stadium tour. But he seems to be a, a really solid fit. You know, every other day Nikki Six is talking about how they're making new music. I you know I I don't know if there's a a, a huge demand for that. I'd be interested to hear it, but. Vince Neal's broken. So, like, if you're, you know, if you cut the head off the snake, I'd be more interested to hear it. But. And, 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 and the other thing that, that's added to the soupy mix is, like, Bob Rock's producing it. Yeah. So it's going to be, you know, there's going to be some, like, some studio. Is he, is he playing bass on it? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I think there's going to be a lot of studio wizardry going on with, uh, yeah. with, with, with Vince, like, wizardry. actually being able to, like, not yabba dabba do through all yeah nikki should just say from what i hear the new motley crew records coming along very well like we'll be able to put that out soon yeah vince neal's part's gonna be done by t-pain they're playing they're playing a new year's show <laughs> in uh palm springs something like that yeah so it feels it, like yeah, i'm on a uh, boat it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting and again uh you know it, the addition of john five is uh probably a good choice it definitely is uh kind of like added some new interest to the band john yeah. five would be uh out here doing his uh his, his regular show at uh sellersville theater if people want to see him maybe he'll do like Molly a kiss Drew. tribute band is the he, his his solo show is fun that guy can play anything yeah like, that's that's the I mean, thing he, i mean it ain't that a hard. fun player well yeah i guess that's true <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's let's talk about the end of the road. David oh, went and we there. talked about it a bit because like our pirate radio episode happened the day afterwards, but KISS is done, quote unquote. Kiss is done. Kiss is off the road now. So they say David is holding up his I'm pulling Peter up big Chris, rubber. A big Peter, his Peter Chris, Chris balloon that he gathered at Madison Square Garden during oh, the final God. show. I thought it was a condom, but it was it's just a balloon. Yep. You didn't get one of the gold tickets, I guess, David? Dude, some Nazi cop was screaming and threatening people who were standing in line for the golden tickets. There was a table, I'm not kidding you, like three feet high piled with those golden tickets yeah. and the dude was just screaming at people and shoving dudes and Do you see like, what they're selling for yeah man yeah. the band is selling them now it is i mean i gotta say like anyone who i think gene uh, simmons told the the cop to chase yeah. everybody out so that he could <laughs> sell one of the table yeah. <laughs> there, like, there, there were like a lot of stories that were reported about like that the MS, msg staff were just basically walking off with cases of them i believe it and you know entire pallets of them. the guy i'm telling you there was a line of people like in line like you would for concessions like a roped off line and the dude was like shoving people and screaming in their faces, you gotta get out of here, you gotta get out of here. He, he, like some dude was like, I'm trying to get in line for one of these giveaways. He goes, be an adult. And like nice. gave him a shove. 
Yeah. Well, now, and I'm now like, you, know you can go home and be an adult and buy that same free <laughs> ticket for $350 on Kiss. Simonis is just a little richer I, today. I gotta say, I would be so it. pissed if like, I saw some lines of some of the pop-up stores that Kiss had, you know, in, in Manhattan leading up to the shows. And there was like a lot of Kiss fans in line waiting to get the, the exclusive New York merch, the MSG merch, end of the, you know, end of the tour. And, and people were in there and they were like buying them by the armload so they could like sell them on eBay. But there, there's people waiting yeah. out in the cold buy a yeah. t-shirt. And now if you go on to Kiss's store, every shirt that was for sale in that <laughs> store, right. you can have it delivered to your house. Like, right. sorry you slept overnight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it sucks. I was in line. First of all, we got there and the line was like for like wrapped around the whole second floor of, of, the, of the arena. And I'm like, I'm not waiting for this. And then right before the show started, the line was down to like a couple of people. I get in line. How do you not have a, a large or an extra large? It seems okay. like that would be the only that's size crazy. they'd have. Yeah, crazy. yeah, because there's no one that Triple can fit X. a medium or a small. I might have been three miles only. of that show, David. Yeah, like, and they had those uh, those bracelets that light up and like ripple through. The yeah, they probably crowd. sold out of four X first. Yeah, <laughs> no, but but David was was the whole experience going to the end of the road. Uh, seeing basically the same show you saw three years. It's ago. the same show as before. Uh, a couple of different, like visual, basically, right? a lot of visual exact changes. Exact same show. Yeah, exact same show. A lot of visual changes. Like the 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 fire was different than before. Oh, Some of the lighting was, was different. different. The lighting was really good. The production was top notch. I mean, it was great. It was great. And I said, as I said on our pirate radio show, it. I was there with somebody who'd never seen them live before, and. They, they were just like, this was awesome. It's as advertised. I was telling John, like, we're jaded. We've seen it so many times. It was great. It was totally killer. Right until that end part where they With turned the into avatars. And, like, Gene Simmons in the avatar looks like landed Brezhnev. <laughs> That's right? not good. good it's not good. <laughs> I don't, you guys, we haven't talked to you guys about that. You've seen the avatars, yeah? Like, you, No, I've never seen them. It's so oh, wow. Weird. I'll send yeah, you some pictures. Basically, at the end of the show, they, you know, they always finish now with with "God Gave Rock and Roll to You," part two, mm -hmm. and uh, but this time there was like a fully CG animated music video to go with it. Yes, and it's animated Kiss, and apparently that's, like... that's Kiss from here. Yeah, like, it looks like a, a crossover between like. The, the Scooby-Doo kiss and, like, Guitar Hero. Right? Where there were, like, lightning bolts and fire and, like, Gene's playing bass and, like, there's, like, fire up behind him. And I'm like, this totally looks wings. like Guitar Hero. So, and then so they're not, like, holograms. They're not. No. Like no, they're they're more. they If you look at the link I put in there, they, they look more like video games. Yeah, like, I mean the really good animation. They didn't look a whole lot like Kiss, let's, yeah, let's but like the animation is so, but you know, okay. the coolest the coolest part of it from the live standpoint is while everybody's looking at the screens up behind the stage, they snuck these scrims down that drop from the ceiling, and then like the lighting kind of draws your eye back to the center of the room. And these scrims are essentially 99% invisible, and they're they're shooting projections on them, 
And for a second, I was like, what is going on right now? Because <laughs> Gene's head is just floating in space like freaking 1984. And then the lighting changes. You can see the scrims. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not completely losing my mind. <laughs> but no, it was great. I mean, I, I can't lie. It was great. It was fun. We went out afterwards and had some drinks and had a good time. And, and, and it was, at, as advertised, maybe better. Um, yeah, it was great. But it, it, it does seem like a little underwhelming that there was not a big show. There was, you know, none of the other. Dude, you know, not members, even a song. Uh, not one up. song added nothing. Nothing. Dude. Just basically the That's same terrible. show, except that it's the last show. And you know, it's probably not going to be the last show because Simmons has already kind of intimated it'll be, it's our last show with makeup. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think they're going to do the... Yes, Cruise 2024. Well, they're gonna, nah. Yeah, they're going to do the tours. They're, I the, think the, they're... The, no, the, I don't the think they're going to tour shit. anymore. I, I don't think, think they're going to tour anymore. I think they're going to do the residency. Old. They're so old, dude. I think they're going to do the residency, like in Vegas or somewhere, and then I think they're going to franchise or just do the avatars. Yeah. But whatever. Fuck, fuck the avatars. Come <laughs> on. That is just so whack. Just yeah, grab, grab, so a, grab a story yeah. there, Michael. What do you, what do you uh, got? What do you yes. see? So um, I'll, I'll I'll knock out a, a couple here. So earlier in the year, you got uh, this this little known band called Twisted Sister. You know they've been on like hiatus, you know, basically permanent vacation for maybe ten years. Yeah. But uh, they did manage to show up for the Metal Hall of Fame show. Um, I, I was at that show. Maybe were were they inducted into the Metal Hall? They Fame? were. They were inducted into the Metal Hall of Fame, and then uh, they played uh, everyone except Eddie Ojeda. Like mm. he came down with COVID like the day before, and so okay. he he had to drop out. But uh, it was really cool. I mean, okay. I I had only seen the only time I ever got to see Twisted was one of their Christmas shows, which was uh, still fun because yeah. it's like it, those you know they would sort of jump back and forth between. Christmas songs and their greatest hits, uh, but this was pretty cool to just be able to see the band play. You know, they play. I they didn't play that many songs, five or six songs, uh, but that's also where we met Adam and the Metal Hawks. They were one of the uh, bands cool. that played before Twisted. Yeah, yeah, and, and again, there's there's been a lot of speculation since D has been uh, on the road, popping up in. Uh, Wherever Brett Michaels has been playing and, and popping the up, the party gras. Colin, didn't you party go to gras? that? No, nah, I had I missed it unfortunately. Uh, uh, so come on, man! I couldn't get there. So he, he so D's been popping party up. Party gras like, sounds like a place like you find songs or so with. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to be there with his band with, with the Michaels band, and, right? You know, so it it seems at least as far as D is, uh, you know, interested in doing, you know. You know, twisted songs. There's, there's a, a good likelihood, as it were, that you might, you might see them kind of rejoin um, the whole situation again. But you know, it depends on even if just to play some festivals. I mean, look how well right. Pantera has, has gone. I guess we could tie those stories together. Mm-hmm. You know, Pantera, quote unquote, reforms this year as well, uh, yeah. as much as they can with the living members. And, that's, and, then, and, and, and it's really been a, a huge success. That's the release I'm looking for. Yeah, that's, 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 I, I, me too, Colin. And we'll get to that in our 2024 futures. But I mean, in the current Pantera, who 
went out on tour this year with Metallica on the M72 tour, everyone who saw them play enjoyed the hell out of it. They were great. Like I'm not, I have said in the past, I am not the biggest Zach Wild fan. He was so good with Pantera. I thought I thought they were awesome. Hmm. Yeah, Charlie and, uh, and and Zach are really good revitalizing additions. And again, they have like a good catalog of, of, of songs, and they, they have like a turns out like a really sturdy fan base. So, um, and there, yeah, there is rumblings, of course, that there's there's new music that's uh, working its way through, which again kind of confounds me because it's like. Charlie, don't you have this other band that puts out music too? And it's been a long fucking time since the last Anthrax. Yeah, Scott Ian's like, fuck. Like, I I was hoping that, like, once the Metallica tour was done, we could get back to work. Like, what's happening? (laughs) Right? Yeah. So, uh, so we'll, we'll we'll see about that. But again, like, a lot, a lot of the songwriting, the lyrics and stuff end up, you know, you know, that, that's Scott's, that's Scott's, uh, stuff to shoulder. Yeah. I'm sure Charlie would be ready for for whenever. So I, yeah. I mean, I I I'll, I'll jump in here with the with the news. I'm not a huge fan here, but yeah. the news of Mike Portnoy rejoining Dream Theater throws a monkey wrench into a lot of things, right? It's it. We saw he was at the Philly Mr. Bungle show. Yeah. Right. So we're standing around, and our man Stymie is with us, and he's like. Hey, that's the guy from I forget what band it was. He's like, that's the guy from whatever band, and I'm like, is it? And I don't know what people look like. You know, like when you're out somewhere and somebody's like, hey, that's so and so. I was watching that Barry Sanders thing, and he's like, I'm at the airport, and somebody's like, that looks like Barry Sanders. Like, I wouldn't know what Barry Sanders' face looks like. <laughs> he wears I a wouldn't... helmet most of the time. You know, it's anyway. It's time he's like, oh, that's so and so from that band, and I'm like, is it? And it was like an old dude, and I'm like, well, "You say so, man." And he goes, "Dude, Mike Portnoy just walked in, and he like walked into the back of the room. Like he didn't walk in some like VIP entrance. He walked, he right walked in him. like any schlub, yeah. any other schlub there drinking a, a pound or a PBR." Um, but you know, obviously there to see to see Bungle because everybody loves Bungle. But isn't wasn't he the first name out of every mouth? Oh, Rush is talking about putting some yeah. music together, doing a little show, doing this, doing that. Like some, and then you'll always have some. Who's going to have been a it, very good fit? They're not going to call it Rush. Like whatever they're going to call it, it's freaking Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson. It's Rush. Yep. They're going to do Rush songs. It's going to sound like Rush. And Mike Portnoy was the slam dunk. Well, now he's back in Dream Theater. He ain't going to leave Dream Theater because people are going to be now that now that he's back and it's news that he's back. Everybody's going to go see it, just like all these other get-together bands, right? And the, and the news that he was back was actually bigger news than I would have thought it was. Right? Like, all the metal sites. What like, the all, hell, all the man? Sites, it was it was like Return of the King. Like, People are like, oh, you know, like, Mike no, Portnoy's no, no, back. No, no, and I'm no. like, who the hell's Mike Portnoy? And that's, and that's, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be like the, maybe like the, the lone, you know, detractor here. It's like, this is not a news story. It's like, it's fucking dream theater. Thank you. Dream All Theater, right. okay. the band with the name a stupider name for a band that's still active today. Limp Bizkit. Mm. Okay, fine. <laughs> name another go. one. <laughs> we could be here all day. Metallica. It's a stupid name. Anyway, but uh, yeah, so it's like it, it, uh, people are excited because like they have 
again, like they have like nostalgia withdrawals and stuff. It's like, oh my gosh, I think that's it's, a, it's also that's a long time band. I mean, they have a very you know, prog fan bases are, are yeah. rabid. No, so, are. you know, yeah. those I, I guys agree. are just all trying to find a wife. They're like, maybe but, a girl will come to this one. <laughs> I think nope. it's because of the nostalgia thing we were talking about, right? It's a nice reunion to have because it's a throwback. Yeah. This is this is my dream theater. My dream yeah. theater has, has him in this band. And if I couldn't back. name a dream theater song. Well, you're not if a you, fan. No, but well, you I'm name, not a you fan of a lot one. of bands, dude. But I could name a song. But as John pointed out, this we're talking a different style and genre it, of music. It's a genre that, rabid, like, it, it's fans. a narrow genre, but it's but it's a fervent genre. They, like, yeah. You know what I mean? They Look just Coheed and Cambria. So, like, Coheed and Cambria is not mainstream, but God, Coheed and Cambria I like that fans one. Mr. live for that. That one. Yeah. No. So, uh... <laughs> what happened there? Where'd we go? Counting Crows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, Coheed and Counting Crows. Coheed and Counting Crows. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, no, that's uh, a tour. Let's, let's, There's let's a tour. <laughs> that's some next mashup. Let, let's just give a rest in peace to Kicks before we uh, finish up our stories there. <laughs> yeah, no, and we, we 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 totally we had this we had this on the books that we were gonna do a, a, a Kicks listening. It was not party. on the books. I, th- I think too. we still it should. It was on the books. It was, it was yeah. on the books. It was. I think, yeah. I think we, we need to take a vote about things like that. The next the uh, next time David's battling gout or something like that, let's just <laughs> let, let's just do a kicks record. And he won't be able to get to the mic. For sure. Or, or he could just with the gout. like a, a car ran into a ran into a power substation in suburban Austin today. <laughs> and the, the, the bag of white cast was like, ah, oh, I don't know this band. But anyhow, like yeah, so so kicks finally <laughs> called it a day. <laughs> they, they called it a day. Burp. You know, uh, again, like uh, you know, long time sort of like. Uh, and, and they you know, still, I mean, you guys. When's the last time you saw kicks? A couple of years and ago. Three, right? Oh, let me, hold on, let me think. They've about been that. very good up they until were. the end. I, I think impressed. there's something admirable about drawing a line in the sand. And yeah. saying we're gonna call it a day, and they still sound pretty good. Yeah, I saw them a couple years ago there at the M3, which is again kind of like that festival in Maryland that they kind of started. Their up. festival, right? Yeah, they're they're basically right. they've been the headliners there for 13, 14 years or so. Um, yeah, and so they they just kind of you know the the drummer had suffered a heart attack on stage, um, and they just it was just kind of like you know. They were all, you know, Steve Whiteman had been like saying, like, you know, we just want to like, we're not gonna like end at, you know, at the top, but like, you know, don't stay at the party too long, more or less, and not, you know, embarrass yourselves. But uh, saw them a couple years ago with with so many other cool bands, um, and they they were kind of a highlight. They were they were they were great. They were, they, you know, they were in good form, and they did not embarrass themselves. Um, I, I don't think I ever saw them. Or did uh, I? Did they play when we were kids? I, and we, I just don't remember it. We, like I, there was this one show that we went White Snake to or something. I don't even know what they look like. It, 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 it was Kicks, Great White, and Tesla at the Concord Pavilion. But I don't think you were at that one. See the way I saw I saw uh, Tesla, Great White, and I want to say Winger. Hmm. I might have seen that one too, but like yeah. yeah. So there was like there was a lot of those combos, but yeah. yeah. So, we, so we did see kicks definitely once uh, 
their record we all win blow my fuse was uh (laughs) was was really big and went platinum yeah i love that uh, record so yeah so farewell to kicks you know farewell to kicks good Mm. good stuff soon coming soon to middle-aged metalheads in 2024 a kicks listening party brought to you by dr david timoney we, we, yeah. need, we need to have a, a, a vote we have follow robert's rules and have a vote and uh <laughs> well, we, let, we, let's do the vote live colin oh i'm absolutely in all right michael yes i'm in for that okay john i'm in david no okay that's uh stop the steal stop the steal bitches let's storm the capital and it should be blow my fuse i think we're gonna blow my fuse is coming we're gonna like have to like uh you know audit those dominion voting machines or something let's let's talk about some albums of 2023 i think colin is going to help us lead this conversation as a purveyor of the new well, we uh, talked about this when Michael and I did our episode. Love the new Code Orange. We talked about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll be honest, I haven't listened to everyone here, but uh, I meant I shout, give a shout out to Sleep Token last time. Yeah, uh, that's that really show. good. I, I tried that. Yeah, there's yeah, so, some... so you want you want to pause a little bit about Code Orange? I, it, it seems like David wasn't familiar with them at all, but like give him like a little description of what they're like and what if people I, I think if I think if David listened to them, I think that you would really like them, David. You think? It's, well, they're a hardcore band. They're not really. Yeah. They're not thrashy by nature. They're they're a hardcore band. They're from Pittsburgh. Yeah, and they're, and they're to me that's local enough. Every, right? every time like, somebody every time somebody says Pittsburgh, I remember that it's actually called Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay, but anyway, I think you'd like them because they're a lot less traditional metal and a lot more hardcore i've got it playing in the background right now and it sounds at least this song sounds a little bit like uh nine inch nails hmm. well, well it's not them, the analogy but, i would draw but um they they, they, they it, it's it's I, I i had to just give like a, an analogous sort of comparisons it's like um now it sounds like air supply <laughs> That's not it, them. They, 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 they do kind of like float in and out of like different sort of like sonic kind of like tones and, and, and movements. It's, uh, I'm not going to call it thinking person sort of like extreme metal, but that's kind of what they're going for. They are. They're going for deep lyrics. They're going for meaning. They're, yeah. they're, going, they're going for impact and impression. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're an, an interesting. It's like Colin wrote the blueprint for a band in his dream journal, and they came true. That's is, right. there a, yeah. is there a chick in the band? No. Give it a time. It's, <laughs> it, 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 it's a kind of a challenging first kind of. Nita Strauss joins Code Orange. Colin would retire. I, I was going to say I'm I think, done. I think Colin Colin uh, wanted to name check. Uh, what, what was the name of the record there? What is really underneath? Which yeah, is the new Orba, one. Yeah. That's the new uh, one, yeah. You know, it's it's a remix record, but they did come out with uh, the the full length album The Above this year, which I guess is a companion piece to the record that they did shit, I wanna say almost ten years ago or so called The Underneath. Yeah, yeah that was their first one. Yeah. I think, so I think that was their first one. So there's like some something going on there. So they're and they they have videos, they have visuals and stuff. They're they're kind of an interesting band, and I, and I appreciate Colin, you know, bringing them. Yeah, to that my sounds cool. Because 
you know, they, and they end up showing up on a lot of people's end of the year list too. So it's they a have good a, time. they have a big for for a band that is still gaining popularity. They have a lot of true fans. They have, yeah. a, they have a lot of people that are very much into them. Yeah, so, a bunch so. of legacy releases came out this year. Legacy bands, Last in Line, put something out. L.A. Guns, yeah. uh, Dawkins has a new record. Extreme has Metallica? a new record. Yeah. Dallas Metallica. Cooper, Metallica. Yeah, Metal uh, Church. I, I think I think the the surprise out of that handful is the Extreme record for me. Yeah. I think I think Extreme Six. It's a pretty good record, for a ba- and I'm not a big fan of them, but I think it's, it's a good really, album. It's really good. I don't like. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan at all. Right? Like, don't like Nuno. Don't like Pretty Boy guitar players. I don't care how good they are. Uh, I don't like the way Gary Sharon's nose looks. Um, <laughs> but, Nailed it. But it's a it's a good record, and I'll tell you what. When that single came out for Rise, yeah, the guitar world was upside freaking down because he's doing gymnastics and playing if he were playing like that when they first came out they would absolutely be a guitar hero band which they were always pushing nuno as a guitar hero but independent of the band if he was if he if if rise would have come out in the 80s they would be a guitar hero band as opposed to just like a poppy metal band. Well, again, yeah, I, I think even at the time, Nuno had had an expanded popularity beyond extreme because of his playing. Like he, you know, people that weren't necessarily hair metal people followed Nuno just because of what he was doing. Yeah, but it was like you know. And later, didn't he join some of those tours? The, yeah, uh, he was on G three, oh, yeah, yeah. and, and whatever. Yeah, but but, but I, I'll I'll say the dudes who were following him because he was a guitar like a great guitar player back in the eighties were like greasy faced, <laughs> long hair kids with squirrely mustaches hanging out at Guitar Center, and they're like, "This guy's so good. Why is he wasting his time on bullshit?" Like exactly right. Words. Right. And, like, and yeah. somebody'd be like, "Somebody'd be like, get the funk out." Like. That song sucks, but he's great. <laughs> Mama, I don't want to go to school today. Like, really? This is what you guys, this is your honks? This is what you're singing about? So I was like, smoking in the boys' room. So, it, it, so it's a great record. Um, and, and again, a really surprising record in the sense that, like, this is their best work. And it's really I'm putting on more than really words right now. Work too. And also, Dokken record, not terrible. Doesn't mm. sound doesn't sound like a Dawkins record really i mean obviously don's having to down tune everything like it's not it doesn't have the sound of a classic Dawkins record because he can't sing like that anymore (laughs) but like some of those songs are not bad it it, it is i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna give you that it's better than expected i've avoided it i've avoided it the m-a-m-h review when heaven comes down could have been worse could have been worse. Could have been, worse. Worse. Could have been wow. a lot worse. That wing, that winger record seven. He's he's dropped nine years off his minimums uh, of the of the eighties. <laughs> and uh, wait, winger had a new record. Yes. I'm gonna look to resident uh, mega fan Colin Bossler. I, I'll be honest, I have not listened to it. What? Yet. No. Yeah. Now it, it, he's it only now. seven. I gotta catch up on that. Wow. I, I, I avoided the new docking. I'm not gonna lie. I was just like, I don't know. Well, it sounds like you've got some homework. I the do Christmas have some homework to do. The new docking and the new winger. 
Yes. Maybe a uh, half of a pecan pie that you slip off the table while the kids aren't looking. You can just Doc- go into a dark room and enjoy the rest of Christmas. Dawkin also has two videos, which are embarrassing. Uh, disappointing. No, no, not disappointing. Embarrassing. Well, didn't I, I mean, you and I had listened to that interview. Colin, Colin refuses and Dave couldn't care less. Uh, but it sounds like like Don's like flirting with almost being paralyzed. Like at at any given point, he can't walk yeah. or his hands don't move or like yeah, there's a no, lot he, going on there. Yeah, he's, he's he's got a lot of issues. He's got a Doing lot some DIY of Botox. But he's 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 still you know he's, he's, he's still the, as got... angry and petulant as ever. Oh, get oh, his and, teeth and, fixed? And, 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 no, and really narcissistic. He he is uh, he is a piece of work. That is yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, so we, we so we name check like the dock and release, you know, and the extreme release as well as uh, what what else did we talk about? Oh, the winger release actually, uh, seriously, I'm not. Uh, I'll be like David said, like I'm not the biggest winger fan, but it's like, fuck, this is mostly their. I, I've got it on right now. I, I had really who's bad. playing guitar? Uh, the original line of it's Reb Beach. Reb Beach. And now I gotta go. So with no. Like, ah, I mean I, that there gives it a little bit of cred. I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't. And again, like they they've been touring strong for like the past five years or so, and uh, they 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 get the panties wet. They really. They, Those people they, crapped their pants a long time ago, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I did. I sort of hard to like, sell at this point. Honey, all they got is porta potties. I'm good. And stuff. But uh, it, it was it, they. They put on a good show, and they're you know they're fun. Uh, nah, man, I'm listening to this right. I'm listening to the single off this record. It is bad. Which one is that? Proud Desperado. It's kind of corny. It is really it's bad. Like, it's well done winger corny. This sounds like somebody who plays too many video games. Which one are you listening to? Voodoo Fire? No, I'm listening to Proud Desperado off of. Uh, it's one of the singles off of Seven. Okay. I'm listening to the other one. Yeah. So That's, have, no, so- Voodoo Fire is not a single, dude. Oh, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Well, yeah. Isn't it off the new album, isn't it? Well, it is off the album, yeah. So okay. we'll just mention here that like Extreme like decided like well this is our sixth record so we'll call it six, um, and Wingers this is their seventh record so they call it seven. Oh, so is that it? That that's that's the extent of a lot of uh, creativity there. This is this is this is the is this is the cover of this. There's a lot going on. It's a like a stone thing with like flames, but the flames are in the shape of a heart with like a phoenix over top of it yeah right yeah i mean it's missing to your fucking tattoo artist you got it made right there if only it was wearing a hat right and winking at (laughs) smoking a smoking a joint all right so what what i'm gonna throw at you now just to sort of like fuck with your uh your situation is this little band called pigs 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 that's the name of the band pigs 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 how many times did you say that? You gotta say it seven times. Seven, seven times. Seven on this if, episode. If, 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 you, if you say pig seven times uh, in a bathroom, the candy man with the light out. Oh, um, that's pigs right. Pigs will appear. <laughs> but uh, the their, their, record, their record, "Land of the Sleepers," like some really kind of like cool. It's got a lot of records out. 
drone sort of like uh, stoner metal. Not, not, not exactly Uncle Acid, but like pretty, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. This is the land of sleepers. It's British, huh? This year. So that caught me by surprise. It's like, all right, let's do Sabbath again and again and again. <laughs> so they're doing it again. But their name, their their name, kind of stood out to me because of all the pigs. Anything else? Any highlights for you guys? Records that uh, either maybe you just found it this year uh, and played a lot. No, I mean, you know, the the band I I can't stop talking about, Squilla Grind. They put out a single in twenty twenty three, which is really good. Um, I I mean, I guess next year. You know, it's funny they, they, they on like on Instagram. Or they like the kids where they're like, no one listens to records. We'll just give you a song here and there. Well, you know, it's <laughs> it's funny they um, they they're on Instagram a lot. Like they they're these young kids with their with their ideas about things and usage of social media and such. Um, they've got the the single they put out is called Ball and Chain, and it's on a record called Death Metal. Like all the like extra letters. Um, and that record is coming, says January twelfth. But okay. they've got two. They've got two singles out: "Ball and Chain," which is super, super heavy, and "Meat Magnet," which features Barney from from uh, Napalm Death. But they were just—if you go to their Instagram page, they've got a, a song they're recording. It's the the chick who plays lead uh, for Baroness is playing a lead on this. Oh song. yeah, I, I heard that she's so, gonna be working with them. Dude, check out their Instagram page. She blazes this lead, dude. And they really? play super heavy, like, thrashy stuff. Yeah. The fact that this lady just, she goes in there and is just wailing, It's awesome. Like, I already liked them, and I kind of like Baroness. I saw them live. I thought they were good. I think they're a little exhausting because they've got, like, heavy harmonies in every song. Um, but that's not, that's me, not them. Um, but, yeah, on their Instagram, dude, she blows through the solo. I'm just like, dude, this killer man she's so good because live you can't really tell like how technical she is and like a really quality guitar player yeah um but on the video it's like just a shot like her sitting on a couch recording this lead like in the studio so it's super quiet just her on guitar really good man um but yeah they've got two singles out now uh on this death metal record and uh and more to come the first week of january second week nice the, the, the two albums I'm going to throw out, just it, the two that I listened to, I think, the most this year were the new Foo Fighters record, the But Here We Are, which we had talked about, you know, when Taylor died, was there going to be another Foo Fighters record? And Dave apparently went and made this record by himself. And and as he does, awesome. as as he does. But I mean, the, it's a special record. He lost his his mother and then Taylor right in succession. And and there's a, a long song called The Teacher to his mom. That's a, a bit of a, an experimental song, at least as far as he goes. Um, super good album. I, that's my favorite record of the year. And the new Queens of the Stone Age. And they've been gone for a long time. And they came back with the record. And David and I got to see them in Ohio. And they were awesome. And uh, yeah, I, I I love that band, and I'm happy they're back. Yeah, so we uh, we also had uh, mm, 
Colin, we, we were talking here, I, I, we were jokingly because we couldn't, I couldn't actually remember like that it's King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard <laughs> oh, my gosh, with their so record, the Thanks. Petro Draconic Apocalypse. Is this actually good? Yeah, um, it's very good. It, that that oh, band go, gets go, a lot go, of buzz. Go, go I can't tell how it. much of it is just because of the name. Yeah, exactly. Because no, they're really good. It's okay. Very talented. Do you, do you I'm just afraid I'm going to turn them on, on and they're going to sound like fish. <laughs> they're not going to sound like fish. You say that. I have several of their releases, uh, and I like them quite a bit. A friend of mine turned me on to them. Um, they're all from Australia. So right okay. there. Yeah, we're going to get Tony to talk about it. Yeah. They have a ton of records. Right? Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot. Because, they, they, because in addition to this record, they put out another record this year called The Silver Chord, which, and I, I listened to that one a little bit first, and I'm going, uh, this is a little weird. A little... Well, they do, yeah, they do weird, they do metal, they do rock, they do weird, they do, they've, they've, they came out in 2010, so in 13 years, they've released a lot yeah of records they're they're described as like shapeshifters they've just kind of like we they don't really stick to a particular genre and kind of like drive it into the ground but uh the petro draconic record petro draconic apocalypse yeah that's that's like straight up like how would you describe it, Colin? It's, to me, it's metal. It's, it's a metal, metal record. It's, it's a little thrashy, a little grindcore. It's, it's, I think you'd like them, David. If you listen to them, I think you'd enjoy them. It, I really it, come, it comes to When you. people say that, I wonder if we've ever met them. Okay. I think you'd hate them <laughs> I less. I think you would like this. You'd yeah. hate them less, really? David, than other things. There you, you go. On a hate you, meter, if you, if they you would not register as strong. Like you them might, less. You might like it less than you think. Mm. One more. Uh, beautiful. So, we, we, uh, the other notable uh, mention on the list we're probably going to throw in here, um, the band that I discovered here, Wayfarer, with their uh, most recent release. They got just what you need. American Gothic. <laughs> oh, it's, that's a horrible, horrible <laughs> reference. You suck. Uh you can order a dresser from them, and then it'll arrive like nine months later with one guy going, can you help me bring it in? Like, yeah, I guess. Sure. Oh, my gosh. And I, 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 I totally lost that reference. What the heck are you guys talking about? Wayfair. They got just what you need, David. Look it up. Actually, that's called Wayfair. The band is called Wayfarer. Every time I get something call from, on their part. Every time yeah. I get something from Wayfair, it sucks, and they give me all my money. The guys from Picks are forming Ozempics. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is going to be like in, the, in that same sort of category where it's like, damn, if I don't love the music and the atmospheric and even the lyrics too. But the singer is like uh, fucking Cookie Monster sort of guy. That sounds so uh, bad. It's, it's not so bad. So, but it, it, for for me, it, it, it's going to take like. Uh, several listens or non-listens but uh it, it it is a really sort of like dark kind of uh 
tales of the West, the American West, that is. It's kind of like if you imagine something like, uh, I don't know, like, what would, like, a extreme metal soundtrack to, like, There Will Be Blood or, like, Corbett McCarthy's Blood Meridian sound like? It would be this. It's like, wow. Oh, shit. Yes. They, mm-hmm. Yeah, there were, like, there were, like, a, it, it's... You know, we had that earlier Young Guns reference. We were talking about Crazy Licks and how fun that was. Mm. Like, yeah, this is like the darker, grimmer side of like uh, oil barons and people just depriving people of their indigenous land rights and just wholesale slaughter. And it's really grim. And it was like, oh my gosh, this this is uh, this is an interesting little little band Wayfair. And uh, the, the music, <laughs> I'm going to say, is peerless. They, they, they bring off some stuff. You could have, there are some songs on here that are just sort of like, like a, like, it's like almost like a black metal, you know, Bon Jovi wanted dead or alive. And then Cookie <laughs> Monster Voice comes in. It's creepy weird. It's, it's, uh, it's really good. I just, I, I put that on there. Yeah, I'm checking it out a little bit. It's pretty. It's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. It's, no. It's 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 uh, it's yeah. it's a it's a tricky right record. Right it's a tricky record. It's it for me. It pushes like a lot of the buttons, and then it sort of like it touches me in a bad way. But like it, I, I'm still <laughs> I'm still gonna listen to it a little bit more because uh, I I want I want to like push through it. And they have like they have several records out. Um, so de- definitely, definitely check. Them. And then they all seem to have a kind of a, like a, like a Western-y kind of theme to them too. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah. The new album is all Western themed. It's got a whole yeah, bunch I'm, of I, and I, acoustic and, 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 and dobros and stuff in it. It's really cool. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was, I was, I was just looking at mostly at their album covers for their past few records. And they, they look a little sort of like Western-y sort of. Well, they're from Denver, Colorado. I, and... I'm not don't know if that's going to explain everything but like yeah they're, they're what they're... says wayfair is black metal of the american west ah uh, founded in 2011 weird yeah so that that it's it's a, it's a good checkout it, it made it made a lot of people's end of the year lists and stuff um you know and then i'll just i'll just add in like definitely check out the latest la guns because uh <laughs> <laughs> And again, uh, Tracy and Phil, they bring, you know, just like some good, fun music. It's it's not, you know, it's it's not breaking any new, uh, you know, ground anywhere, but it's, it's just, it's good stuff. And Phil's voice is uh, very enjoyable, and, and, and Tracy's bringing some, like, tasty licks. Tasty licks. Mm-hmm. You know, what? A, a record that snuck in under the radar right at uh, mid-December which I put in the link in the chat there. Um, the, Tom Warrior of Celtic Frost fame was touring with this group he referred to as Triumph of Death and uh, record and, and playing old Hellhammer songs, like his first big band. And they finally put out a record. It's all live of uh, Hellhammer stuff, and it's killer. It's so good. I mean, they really, you can tell they, they were thinking about they were thinking about recording this as the you know as the tour went out. So good. I got the uh, I got the pre-sale, so I got the signed 12-inch album cover. Oh yeah, art, artwork, and then it he came doesn't back. he doesn't tour here that often, right? 
No, man. He was. I was trying to get down to somewhere in Texas for. I remember that Houston show. Yeah. Yeah, and then I was. They played twice in Philly when I was out of the country, and I was like, son of a gun. And now they're like they're in Switzerland a lot. I mean, I think. I don't think they're not touring. I think they've just got. He's got so many things going on with. Trypticon is like the band, and I think. I don't really know because I don't follow. You know, I don't really follow news. But they were touring and doing like entire Celtic Frost records as well. And then it kind of talks about how this was like a hand-picked band. But I, I'm, I'm curious how much of the band is different from the other band. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe it is different. I don't, I don't know, to be honest with you, since I didn't, I didn't see it, so I don't know. Um, but it's really well recorded and it's did live. Did they record video for the uh, for the album as well? Like, did they release a full show, like a DVD or anything, or just the album? Yeah, there's a full recording. Like, on that link, there's a couple of like, oh, okay. pro shot videos, which are, I don't know how... But they did the entire show. For they did the something. entire show, yeah. It's it's awesome, though. I mean, it's it just... It, it, maybe it's just these days, and I'm not used to it. Like, you hear a live record's coming out, and you're just like, ugh. Because you're just used to it sounding crappy, it sounds great. It sounds really good, um, and I'm, you know it hasn't been overdubbed, but just good planning, I guess, going into it that they got the right shots, video-wise, and they got the right recordings, uh, audio-wise. But um, it's all the classic like Tom Warrior stuff, all the growls, all the oohs, and like any Cold Lake cover. Uh, you know, it's not. There's I no it was Cold Lake. There's no cold lake on the uh, <laughs> on the record itself, but I mean live, you know, he might bust out a little cherry orchards. All right, I'm back in. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some tours. Like uh, Colin sadly slowed down on his on his twenty twenty two juggernaut this year. I'm shocked by that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's certain venues that were used to. They thought Colin worked there, <laughs> right? I have people with, texting me, "Are you okay? Yeah. Did you? Did you? Did you, did you go are in? You, you want okay. to trade shifts on Thursday? And you're why, like, why oh, yeah, you I, I can't come this year. Uh, who saw what? You know, we usually talk about this during the week in metal. I saw Ghost and uh, Maiden and. Who else we see? Metallica. We said we we all saw the M72 except Dave. Right. David bought tickets, but like, I we, sat in his seats. Saw the fighters a couple times. Uh, you know those people who like save every ticket stub from back in the day. Yeah, yeah. that's I, me. I do. Yeah. Yeah. As I, many I, as I have. I I sit and I go. Bad at that. I should have wrote down all the shows I've been to somewhere. For most of my 80s, I can just call Chuck, and Chuck has like an encyclopedia like <laughs> list. He, yeah. He's got it all. Like, yeah. It's there, like there. I was sitting around talking to somebody, and they're like, blah, 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 blah. There's a show that I forgot that I was at. Like, I was telling somebody, it might have been on here. I'm so like, I never saw Death before. And, and Stymie's like, yeah, man, remember we saw them? Like, yeah, I did that yeah. on one of the episodes. I was lamenting not seeing White Lion, and Mike's like, oh, we totally saw them. Remember yeah, when totally we saw did. them with ACDC? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, but I the thing is I've told people about other bands on that bill. Right. I'm like, oh yeah, Forbidden, they were killer. Oh yeah, and this other band, they were great. And like right in between, it was Death, and I I pull up the video. I'm like, oh, I guess I, guess I yeah. did see Death. Oh, there's my head. There's my head. 
Dr. Stymie getting knocked out by some fat guy. <laughs> we saw Mr. Bungle. That was one we saw. I saw nice nine kills in, in this moment. I went to see Mudbane at the psychotherapy session. How was that? How does a band that is their age now continue to pull off what they pulled off when they were 20? Nostalgia. <laughs> Yeah. But, but I mean, it's still all right. They still do all the paint and all oh, that. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, really? yeah. Really? They're yeah, like, everybody clothes. close your eyes. Yeah, they all had that sort of psycho, <laughs> grubby, clown-looking, you know, goofy yeah. uh, like, like, like overalls. Like like scary blue band group sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like a thinner, insane clown body. <laughs> Basically, yes. Yeah. With, with a little less rap. Right. Um, but yeah, it was that was a good show. That uh, That was a fun time. I bought, a, I bought a guitar one time, and in the front pocket of the case was a Mudvayne DVD. Nice. Oh. Hey, send that over to the basement full of yeah, others. I was say, like, can I have, can I got a spot for that. <laughs> I think I left it somewhere. Oh. Yeah, de de definitely Sorry. like the, 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 the bigger shows of the year. Well, of course, the Metallica, sort of like two-day sort of like, you know, gambit that they got everybody like gassed up into. Uh, was, was big success. I, I don't think they'd left, you know, if there were empty seats, David, uh, they didn't really, like, leave a whole lot of unsold tickets. Um, and they did reintroduce uh, to the world, as it were, this, this version of Pantera that we were speaking of with, uh, you know, with, with, I'm trying to remember the basis. Uh, Rex Brown. Phil and Rex, yeah. Yep. Uh, joined by Charlie and, uh, and wild and you know and, and metallica did like a great production you know wherever you saw them with their in the round performance um you know no two sets the same um and no two openers the same either night um you know so they you know they they, they brought a little a lot of a lot of extra and uh we the one album we didn't talk about too much was uh, the 72 season which uh, Rolling Stone rated as their number one metal record, but uh, you know if they listen to Dad Rock like the Beatles do. But uh, <laughs> again, that, it, was, it, was, it was a great show. What, what, probably again like one of those things we'll be thinking here in 2023 at least again is going like I don't know you're gonna see Metallica again on that sort of scale. I don't know. It was, it was damn fucking impressive what those guys pulled off. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Colin was mediocre, right? I, I liked what I saw. I just, with the disappointment in the new album, I just wasn't thrilled with the yeah, tour. See, I, I think I, but, I, yeah, that might be where the mileage varies. Like, I like that record. Like, yeah. maybe not all of it, but I think there's a lot of kind of interesting stuff on that album. Yeah. Well, they, well, they didn't play a whole lot of the new record, you know, you know during the show. Two songs each night, right? Two, 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 maybe two, maybe three, depending. But, uh, you know, that's. That, you know, everybody knows what to do at that point. Mm. Uh, John, you and uh, Dave saw Ghost there in Austin, eh? That was we saw Ghost. We saw Ghost. That was last year. Yeah, this yeah. year we saw okay. the. Uh, we we saw we went to Sonic Temple. We, right. we went to that okay, uh, Ohio. that festival in Ohio, which. Uh, you know, we told the story at the time. We made the best of as as elderly men. We right. waited. Uh, we had leisurely lunches and naps, and then rolled in for uh, one band in the headliner each night. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I saw the lineup. I think they counted something like seventy-two bands. 
at uh, Sonic Temple, and David and I saw, I think, seven. Yeah. Or four. Yeah. So. <laughs> a lot of uh, canceled. But, but, but you know what? Like, what we saw was great. Yeah, it's By and large, I mean, the bands that we saw were really good, and it was, I, you know, it's Ohio. It's fairly low impact. It's not like there's a ton, yeah. of, a ton of traffic. Dude, it was a ghost there's, town. There's nothing else happening in Columbus. Yeah, the Ohio State University was out of session. So literally, like, you, you got a, if you got up before 10 o'clock in the morning, it was Nothing's like a freaking zombie apocalypse, dude. <laughs> Nothing. Like, you could walk down the middle of the street, dude, and just like, where is it? It was weird. Yeah, it was really it's weird. weird. It's a weird little town. It's yeah. Um, yeah. Um, a lot of canceled shows this year. A lot, right? a lot of shows canceled the quote-unquote illness. illness. And, it, and it keeps happening. I saw that yeah. Brett Michaels just killed another couple shows, uh, really? I think, last week. Uh, members to his band and the crew we do it. You know, this new J, I think it's called J1 or J9, something variant of COVID is like fast. It's not, it's not particularly brutal, but like it is spreading fast. And I think that's uh, getting some of these fall and winter tours uh, sidelined a little bit. So, you know, fingers crossed that doesn't. Uh, Get your boosters, kid. Yeah, I got yeah. it. I was a little, uh, I was a little disappointed by Max Sabbath. Oh, yeah, I missed that show, and the I singer, and I'm the sad singer, that I did. The singer's banter is very Ozzy-like. His singing, okay. not Ozzy-like. Really? Yeah, he doesn't sing in the right register. He sings it lower, and like mm. kind of like talking and jokey, but it's like, I really wanted it to sound because the guitar, the bass, the drums, very good. Okay. nailed like the tone the sound the everything the he comes in and it's like he sings it like lower and it's not as good yeah for, for but uh, but fun know, Ma- but fun Ma- max sabbath is a black sabbath group band a parody band parody and, and band. remember they, they david dress you up as like mcdonald's land uh character yeah like grimace, the grimace and the hamburglar, and the hamburglar. Yeah, and Mayor McCheese and shit like that, and of Mayor McCheese and Ronald McDonald, and they they do. Uh, you have Black yet Sabbath to say a word song. that I disagree with. That all sounds great. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's just like you know, you know how it is. Like you you want it to be better. You want it to be like so good that like it almost competes with legit. Bands. Yeah, it, it, but then you take a mean? step back and you're like, I'm watching a Black Sabbath cover band that dresses up like McDonald's. Like how? I mean, the the right. bar of how good it can be, dude. Has this to is be adjusted. To this like is where you say point. to yourself, like, is this somebody's favorite band? Assuredly, <laughs> like, no. The opening act dressed up as Transformers and did '80s style songs, like '80s metal style versions of TV show theme songs. This sounds incredible. This, uh, this, this sounds uh, like I Dragon mean, Force. This is my M72. Like, how did I miss this? <laughs> Can you guys just play for three days? That's, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's classic. That's classic. Yeah. yeah. Y'all know Hello Larry? And then they just <laughs> jump into it. Like, that'd be amazing. Right. Yeah. And David, don't forget we're, we're, you're we're 18 do, days away from Zach Sabbath. Silver Spoons right now. That's, it's, and I looked at it in my schedule, so yeah. it's there. I bet yeah. Zach Sabbath will be more along the lines of better. He looks a lot like the Hamburglar too. 
Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he killed the hamburger. <laughs> like, yeah. Got to hide under his skirt. Let's, let's see. Let's, let's, let's talk about the deaths, shall we? Like, wait, 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 before, before we move on to, to death. Yeah. Uh, but everybody was like really like uh, boned up about uh, the Power Trip show. Uh, yeah. We, we, we've, we've all done like, it, it, you know, the, the, the post-mortems about that. But like anything about that show, anybody feel like, damn, I wish I was there for that. I, I don't I don't think it offered outside of ACDC playing their first show in I don't know how long six like or seven six years or seven years or so yeah I don't think it offered anything that hasn't been brought to your town repeatedly in the past couple years Metallica has been on M72 for the past year Iron Maiden comes every year Judas Priest comes every year uh tool Judge. has been on tour for the past couple years yeah, pretty Judge regularly been for like the past eight years or yeah so. i i don't i don't think that there was anything there that like if you liked those bands they've all you didn't have to make the pilgrimage out to coachella to see them like they've come to you plenty yeah. and, and and really like the, the description of like people's experiences was like uh horrific well, I, I said that before, like when it went on sale, that Coachella is not the best experience. It takes a long time to get to. Hotels are sparse. It's hot. It's just not that fun of an experience. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, you know, like, like the kids who go to Coachella now, they don't really go because of the bands. The bands are nice, but like they just want to Instagram and this and that. And it's like, when you offer that same experience to a bunch of 50 and 60 year olds it's yeah. just not that appealing yeah like, i mean my favorite one of my favorite parts of being at the uh the sonic temple was watching john harden in action like taking photos um when some idiot was like leaning on him and jumping in front of him he, he grabbed his hat and threw it and he could, like turn around <laughs> And now, people don't, the, the viewers at home don't know that John's like, what are you, he's like 6'4? No, I'm 6'3. So, whatever, man. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, above, potato, like, potato, yeah. above 5'10. Well, so like, the yeah. dude turned around in fury, staring like right he, in the he middle of his He decided that he was going to use me as a launching pad to get him further into the crowd. When I took issue with that and decided his hat would be better served in the pit rather than on his head. <laughs> he quickly turned around to give me a what for, saw me and decided, this is not the hill I want to die on. Maybe I'll go get another hat. Dude, what's funny is he throws the hat and the guy spins around, stares him dead in the chest, looks up. John's like, I'm not your freaking whatever. And the guy's like, and the guy just kind of like puts his head down and like marches towards where his hat was. <laughs> and then like I see the hat get tossed like two, three more times across the crowd. Some because you know somebody's like, "Hey man, you lost your hat!" And, like throws it like fifteen feet in one direction. Oh, is this the hat you're looking? Somebody for? else is like, "Oh, here's a hat." They sound yeah. Maybe maybe they were reunited later in the night. Probably not. Or there or, or 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 there were a lot of you know man boy tears. Good yeah. 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 Kid, don't touch me. You just want to watch the Foo Fighters. Leave me alone. 
They tell that story to Jennifer. She's like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Don't be dumb. This guy was a jerk." Yeah, not oh. Like, yeah, you don't you don't pay that kind of money to go. And to a David festival. and I mentioned at the at the time, like everyone crowd surfs in Ohio. Everyone. I mean, it is Dude, it is during, nonstop. You're trying like, to watch the show during Kiss. I yeah, during bands that it's just like it just does not no, warrant I, it. I, 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 I can imagine a lot of people crowd surfing for like lick it up. Yeah. I yeah, just Eric Singer covering Beth, and no yeah. one can see his hands because the piano is strategically pointed at the crowd. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and there's people crowd surfing. Like you'll see the same kid in a Spider-Man costume go over your head with, like, kick you in the head uh, five, six times during the same set. It's yeah. really weird. It, it's a like, shame they didn't yeah. have big red signs that say no crowd surfing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I'm probably one and done on Ohio. Yeah. So yeah, we're so many reasons not de- to go back de- to Ohio. Definitely signs that uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely getting old with the theme. But it's great that like there's still all that great you know punk fury energy of, like. Well, yeah, that you, that you, you and and concerts are still alive and well. I you know what I mean? They, those were not empty shows. Like they yeah. were full yeah. up. Yeah. So it's like that. That's good. That you know the uh, the old they know like. Go back and Dude, hang back. Go go to the cabanas. Here's, here's two things. Look at screens. If somebody's like, listening, if somebody's listening and they're thinking about going to Sonic Temple in Columbus, Ohio, let me tell you two things I noticed. The first thing is if you pay to go to where the RVs are, right? Because you can stay on site. You can live on site. You can just you're paying for like a parking spot. You could pay for that parking spot, and you're allowed to go back and forth to your vehicle all day. So you could drink for free and do whatever the heck else you want. David Timothy, right there. And then yeah, no, David's right, and it's so close. Like the RV thing is like right next to the VIP entrance. Hey, you can just walk back and forth all day. You can just go back and forth all day. Now the other thing though is that if you're young and a little kind of squirrely, you could probably climb up into the stands and hide there <laughs> and stay there overnight and nobody would know yeah it's I'm pretty lax dude just, i am just, positive just, you could bring do a lot of go-gurts with you and you'd be fine <laughs> get some <laughs> stop it stop at aldi and get some get some uh some granola bars and some waters <laughs> but the, you could at like because to get to the vip thing like you walk uh, like under the stands to get to the VIP area. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, if somebody, when it wasn't super busy, just David crawled up there. yourself was thinking like, I could hack this. No, see, I couldn't do it. I need a shower every day, dude. I'm like, <laughs> that ain't me. But somebody could, somebody absolutely could. And there was a guy standing in line. He's like, next year, he's like, I'm just paying for a parking spot. And I'm going to like, I'm not going to sleep it makes in my perfect car. Sense. Yep. I'm just going to load my car up with like booze and food and Instead yeah. of spending money, I'll go get go to my car, smoke up, drink up, Sleep. and then come back. And it's like if, if you can go unlimited to your car, because you can't leave the the grounds to right. go to your car, but you can if you pay for the parking spot, you can. But I would totally do the sneak I, up into the. All thing. right. Well, I, I don't think that was, was the, I don't think ball. that was the case there at the power trip. Uh, um, no, but water uh, was like fifteen dollars a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah there's no there's no doubt about that 
Yeah. So uh, sadly, as we come to uh, the end of the year, it's always the sort of moment where people reflect and go back and think about in memoriam about, uh, you know, all, all of the, you know, musicians. And what sad metal song would you play during this section of the award show? Uh, uh, Turbo Lover. Pro like, probably <laughs> Turbo Lover. <laughs> lick it up? I already said lick it up. Yeah. Yeah, David already. I, I was gave thinking. I was thinking a of like beautiful this. Uh, speech when Steve from uh, Smash Mouth died earlier this year. Uh, a right. touching tribute to the the musical genius of Smash Mouth. Right. When uh, Steve Harwell died. Yeah. Some. But. Oh God. The best. The best memes on Instagram. Um. Yeah, not not a not like it's funny, not funny, but like you know, Colin Colin had mentioned the mortality in in the last episode, and and we've talked about it before that like so many of our our big people in this genre are starting to get up there. Surprising that there's not more deaths in the it metal really community is. and like bigger deaths. There's like, been you know a lot I mean? of like birthdays. Right, twenty three was like. Not bad. Keith Richards just turned eighty. I mean, he ain't a metal player. He turned player, eighty. You know, we lost. List. We lost. This list Steve, isn't complete. Steve Riley, I think, Steve was Riley. probably the biggest name maybe this year in metal. Is he sick? Steve Riley, I believe, cancer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, John Regan died. I'm like John Regan. John Regan, fifty years old. No, John Regan's seventy-one. He was seventy-one. Yeah. I, I mean, he he was up there. It's like Ace has got to be pushing eighty. 75, 76? Probably. Yeah, definitely. definitely. definitely I know Peter, Peter Chris, it's his birthday today, 78. Mm. Okay. He looks great. Yeah. Uh, you know what? For 78, he kind of does. That haircut and it's like, makes you know, him look, I saw him, him look perform a year last over 67. year. He was great. Yeah. I mean, if they did a Circus of the Stars and Peter Chris was there, people would be amazed. They'd be like, that guy's low-key cut. Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially once they got him on the trapeze and, like, like that would be, like, really something. In his same outfit. with that, that why they the, call you the cat? That's why they with call the you three? the cat, man. Huh? Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> with the uh, three. That's a tail, dude. Sure. Shane McGowan also sure. passed. Dude, I'll tell you what. If you haven't yeah, watched... Yeah, Shane McGowan, that's, that's, a, that's a big loss. If yeah. you haven't watched the Shane McGowan funeral, it's literally worth watching. Yeah. Like, it's good. The book, if you haven't read the book, which I have not read the book. Okay. Shane McGowan, A Furious Devotion, the authorized story of Shane McGowan. Yeah. Uh, I, I bought it because I heard it's good, but you know, as I know, I don't read. You don't read. Right. <laughs> you buy books, but you don't read them. Yeah. Uh, Tony Bennett died this year, too? Tony right? Bennett, yeah. Metal Lord Tony Bennett. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Probably you got some other people. Anybody let's, else? Let's turn our gaze towards next year. That would be nice. What's happening in the 2024? There's not a lot of good stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you that I, I, I've already started getting <laughs> tickets for the shows. Um, by the way, we forgot to mention Nickelback toured last year, and that was fun. In you the death, right? in, in the death, in did, the deaths yeah. part. Absolutely, and it was good. And I got to no. see Candlebox last <laughs> year. So <laughs> that's anytime. not nice. That's not nice, David. <laughs> Candlebox and Nickelback. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a full year. Smashing Pumpkins, I'd never seen them before. But anyway, um, I'm kind of over the big festivals for 2024. I have to yeah, be honest with you. I'm, are... I'm kind of like Def Leppard, Journey, Steve Miller, Citizens Bank Park, Pass. I, I don't I don't think I need to do any of those. Yeah. I, 
I think if you could go, if you could go, like, let's say it's a hundred bucks to get in, right? If you could go and get your, like, wiggle yourself to a decent seat just to see, like, Journey, but you can't. You're going to go in and it's going to be too big. It's going to be too loud. It's going to sound like crap. All the people there have been there for days and you're just going to be like, oh, <laughs> you all smell like goats. <laughs> goats. This is a middle aged metal ads. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just have yeah. zero they interest smell in like that tour. <laughs> I mean, that was the thing about Columbus, man. It's like, this is this band sounds great. I wish people would stop touching me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i think i'm going to stick to the smaller venues this year and yeah just try to do try to do the more local shows with the smaller yeah dude smaller like mean, well I, I mean you know that's that what quality <laughs> over quantity quality that over pla- quantity. no that place up in the northeast i saw eyes of the living with stymie's band uh empire rock club killer cool place right it's chill the bar's good the people are cool the sound was awesome and I was like, you know what? Absolutely worth the drive. Absolutely worth the money. You know, drink normally priced beer and tip really well and hang out with some friends. It was awesome. If it were if it were another night, I would have stayed for the last band, but I just couldn't stick around up there much longer. But I'm with you, Colin. Like, finding small venues and good bands seems like a worthwhile pastime. Yeah. I don't, I, the flip side to that, I mean, the best thing I saw this year was the U2 show at the Sphere. And, and that's a singular experience, obviously. And that's something that's not going to, you know, tour around the U.S. But I would highly recommend that if a band that you like does a show at the Sphere, try and get there because it's it's very hard to explain the experience, but it's amazing. Sound what and What band would the you visual. go to the Sphere to see? Well, I saw you two twice. <laughs> Mike, Michael's like um, Y and T. That's right. I, I, I could see. I could see Metallica doing something. There. Oh, they will. Yeah. Would, would, I think would, they absolutely would you go? will. Would you go to that? I probably would. Oh, would you the go experience was so good with you two, and the sound is incredible. It's hard to. It's hard to explain because there's no visible speakers anywhere. It's almost like going to an IMAX movie to where okay. the sound is all around you because there's also speakers built into the seats. The whole venue has sound around you. Uh-huh. And it's like perfectly tuned to where Bono in certain songs, even if he was like like whispering words, you could hear them perfectly clear mm. through the crowd. Mm. It was really cool the, the way the sound works. Yeah. Um, that's cool. You know, that that marred with visuals. I think if you get a band like Metallica that puts the time in to design something special like that, it could be a really great show. And I could yeah. see them fitting in and doing a run there. Yeah. So you would go very, see... Very easily. I think the Stones are probably going to do it, and I wouldn't mind seeing that either. Kiss will do it. Would you see Kiss? I don't no. think Kiss the will Avatar. do it because the they Avatar. can't sell Avatar enough tickets. Do it. The Avatar yeah. won't either. Like, the demand's not there yeah. for Kiss. You know what I mean? Like it's eighteen thousand seats. Dude, Fish is next. Every show, and Fish already sold out. But they're only but they, playing four shows. But see, I was talking to a buddy of mine. Like a buddy of mine goes and sees Fish. Like he likes yeah. Fish. Aww. He said no, but he was saying. I asked him. I said, "Are you are you thinking about going?" And he's like, "I can't justify four nights away, plus the getting there, plus the getting back, plus the hotel. They're selling 
four nights a piece. Like you go for four nights. Yeah. Four nights. I, apparently, apparently their show is different from you two to where yeah. every night is a different experience. It's a and, different and, set list with different visuals. It's a, it's a whole. They do that all the time though. They do yeah. That. They see that. So, yeah. That was like a yeah. whole new thing for me. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go see fish, you go see fish for four nights, and I'm like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I see them exactly zero nights. Yeah, I mean, can <laughs> yeah. I see them less but, than that? But Metallica could do it. You need a band that people will travel to go see. Yeah. You know, yeah, a, a band big enough to do I that. I mean, I so. think they've created a venue that people will travel for, right? Like, before, it was I, just, there was after, nothing. After experiencing it, yes. I think it's, that, it's a super cool thing. It was just the fact they were doing the residencies, and people haven't been doing Like, nobody else is doing that, right? Right. Like, my, my Jennifer and, and and the kids saw Katy Perry in Vegas, and it was like over the top. And the tickets yeah, were think, not. You know, the thing that those residencies offer is they don't have to drag that show around. They don't yeah. have to take it city to city. So but I mean, you can the, have props and you can have visuals was, and things that work. The thing and are about built it into a theater. Us, yeah, the thing about it for us is that the seat, the tickets weren't that expensive. Yeah, because be, like like you said, like all of that overhead doesn't exist anymore all they need to do is sell all the seats right so they don't have to go nuts it's not bad yeah. so, who owns the sphere john mgm uh well no it's it's uh it's it's part of the venetian okay. it's technically like it's connected to the venetian in yeah. vegas so i think that's mgm resorts okay. and then they're also partnered with madison square garden james dolan isn't that his name? Ooh, I think yeah. the guy who, who owns the Knicks and owns MSG, yeah. it's his thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. No, it's, yeah, and again, it's, it's, a, it's a great sort of like, you know, by all accounts, and certainly mostly from John, but from others who've like been there, like it's, it's a great venue, and it definitely like expands like all the possibilities if you wanted to, uh, you know, do this sort of like residency thing and not, you know, have to like, bring out a crew and take them on the road and and you know do the two different sort of like sets going from town to town and stuff and, but, and uh, because it's sort of plug and play you two could pick it they just they did 40 shows they sold out 40 shows in vegas they could they could literally pull the hard drive and if there was another sphere in London right, or in yeah, Dubai, that's, that's, that's what people are thinking. Like they're going right. to franchise this shit out. Now. And and you don't have a huge overhead to bring over. You plug in your show at that sphere. And all you need is the stage, and you're good to go again. All right, here right. you here's here's the list. Pretty cool. Of, here's the list that somebody put together of people or bands who could play the sphere. Okay, you ready? Yeah, La Lady Gaga. Okay. Right. I, I could see that, but I would question how many nights she could do because she's playing a theater in Vegas now. Yeah. Like 18,000 seats is a lot. It is a lot. That's, mad, that's MSG, right? MSG is like 19.5. 19, yeah, okay. Uh, so we got Dead and Company, which I have no interest in. But Beyonce. that's the same fish crowd. That's, yeah. Those are yeah. those are people that yeah. see multiple shows and travel to see them. So Beyonce? Yeah. I could see that. Uh, Celine Dion, I don't think she could do no, it. No, Celine has been too much of a state. One, she's in poor health, and two, she's been a stable in Vegas for the past 25 yeah. years. So some bank, some tame Impala, never heard. They don't sell enough tickets to be able tame to do that. Impala? 
Never. Heard of them. I, I mean, I know who they are, but they're yeah. they're they don't uh, sell enough. Skrillex. No. What the fuck? What like, if you want to see Skrillex, you can just go to whatever Jesus fucking nightclub fuck. at the Bellagio right. and see him. Uh, with with Stevie, Stevie Nicks? No. Red Hot Chili Peppers? No. Uh, Flaming No, Lips? because, like, maybe maybe Red Hot Chili Peppers, but it would I wouldn't say for that long. Like, How maybe 10 shows or something? and Flaming Lips? Together. Flaming Lips? No. Flaming Lips and Chili Peppers together. How about Bjork? Together, yes. York. Uh, no, York? Come on. This, no. You're not even being fucking she, she wouldn't sell enough tickets. I I think Radiohead, if they were to like reform yeah. oh. and and on, do get, a get, series of dates, they could do it. I got a yeah. couple more. Couple more. Britney Spears? No. Because uh, I mean, Britney but, Britney already had a show at Planet Hollywood and it didn't do that yeah, well. How about uh, Pink? Yes. How about Pink, okay, th- when this... Pink plays now? She plays stadiums. Yes. And does. so. Uh, I think she could do something, and she is a good fit. She could do something visually. Okay, you ready? Here's the last one I think is the best one. Talking Heads. No. You don't think they could sell out? No, they're they're not a band anymore. Well, they just got back together. I think they could sell out like a show together. Like I think if the I think if the Talking Heads were going to reform, they would do a tour, and it would be sort of like they would play like the Brooklyn Theater. They play the Beacon Uh. or los angeles theater they would play five or six thousand seat places i'm, I'm I don't a little out of, i'm a little out of touch with how big they are because i think they're not big and then people are like no they're huge and i'm like oh, they okay. didn't really sell they're they're respected more than they are huge ah, i think fair. you know i think taylor swift if she wants to do something at the sphere she could probably sell it out for a yeah. year like yeah what, if, that, if that were at the top of the list and i think like one of the things to kind of think about as we kind of like wind things down is like the sense of like the sphere is the novelty and 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 it's also in vegas so it, it like it ties in two right. things and How also about nickelback it, it, see that's the, that's the whole <laughs> fucking thing is like no there you go people, they can do it people might just sort of like begin to think about yes what would nickelback in the sphere be like and would you pay 150 to like well well i think also it it depends on how many like small residencies they want to do because it's like nickelback's not going to do 40 shows like there's there's no demand for that but they could do five it seems like the 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 you know the upfront though like the visuals and the management of the sat like Seems like a lot to think that's about. The, that's the thing. I think yeah. I think if you're going to have a smaller run like that, with Fish, it doesn't matter because Fish designs their visuals for every show anyway. Oh, and they'll be yeah, yeah, they're, they'll they're be a very visual. Like, they put on a full thing. Whereas, like, a band like Nickelback is probably touring. Colin, what was their back like? Was, was it just, like, large video screens? Yeah, much? it really wasn't anything. That, that's not going to... That's not... Plugging that into the sphere doesn't make it special. Then you're just watching a show with a bigger screen of Chad Kroger's head. No one needs that. Like it's, they would have to develop a show. Uh, you need two hours of visuals to go with it. It's something, what makes it special is something that's designed song by song mm. to, to, you know, enhance the experience. And I think if you're not going to spend that time, the, the, the sphere as a venue is probably not the place to go. Because yeah. the, then it's just like any other show, just with bigger screens. Like, yeah, um, bands that you would want to see in the sphere: Iron Zeppelin. Maiden, 
<laughs> Zeppelin, yeah, Zeppelin. If Zeppelin, if Zeppelin reunited and said we're doing ten shows, they would sell them out day one. Yes, they would. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude. What, this, like, what about what about Sabbath? N- no, no. Maybe a couple shows, but like not not a long run. I I would say Zeppelin could put ten shows on sale and it would sell out day one, and they'd be like, "We're extending it to twenty shows," and they'd sell those out day yeah. two. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. The demand know. is there because also but they who, haven't who played would, I mean, for a long time. Yeah. So you, I mean, it's just bottoms dead, right? And his, yeah, and his kid Paul Jones and, and Jay, Jason can play that shit yeah. front to back. Yeah, like with that hat. <laughs> yes, always with the hat. With the hat. The hat. Friggin' hat. <laughs> Just to irk you. <laughs> Just to irk you with the hat. All right. Hey, what hey, else? What else is on deck for 2024? Uh, GNR uh, just put out a new song, which is supposedly an old song, but Slash played on it called "The General." It's a weird right. song. I don't know if you guys heard it. Like it's all over the place. I, 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 I want to say that. I've heard it. I think it was a Chinese democracy song that got reworked and Slash played on it. It's not terrible, but it's also not that good. Like it's it's yeah. fine, but I mean they've been they've been sort of hinting around both Duff and Slash that there's new GNR music on the way. So yeah. I, I don't know, maybe an album next year. I know supposedly the Not in This Lifetime tour is done. Like it's fine. After six years, they finally said, okay, this run is finished. So maybe they make a record and go back out because yeah. that thing was like yeah. beyond successful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they played forever and like two and a half, three hour long shows, like really pretty good. Sebastian Bach just put out a new song. Uh, called... is it any good? Good. I... It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. It. yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's called bad. what do I got to lose? Uh, he's got a new record coming out, I think in January. New body um, count, and uh, and Sebastian's actually touring the first Skid Row record. I think it's the first Skid Row record. He's playing the entirety. Yeah, he was he was threatening to do that. I think <laughs> before COVID kind of shut shit down. It, it might be Slave to the Grind that he's playing Ooh, the whole album. Yeah, like this this tour, this tour, he's playing a, a one a, one of the full records. I forget yeah, which. No, but yeah, like Mike said, new body count record coming. Call, call, call his body check in the body cam. Uh, their their last few records have been so good. Yeah. I know that. Oh, dude, it's just they're so hard. Dude, they are flying so far under the radar. Yeah, I I think I think there's still a good number of people, and I'm gonna say myself included that you say body count and they think about 1991. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, not. I think that's because the that's really the only splash they made outside of but, a dude, small circle. But, dude, their, well, their the, the, other the, the, music is great. It yeah. It really is. Yeah. No, and the, so the splash you made was like they were on the FBI's sort of <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, they were featured on 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Trying, <laughs> these guys are trying to kill cops. Yeah, with yeah. their guitars. Colin, okay, what, what's the over-under on new Pantera music? What do you think? In terms of when it comes out, in terms of how many songs, what, what do you? In terms for? of does it come out? Do they make a new record with yeah, this version do. of Pantera? I think they, they do too. Are they going to call it Pantera? Or are they going to call the record Pantera? They're going to. I think Pantera, dude. I think they're going to call it Pantera, and the name of the record, like the tour, will be like for the brothers, for the brothers or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but you know, <laughs> we, you take a step back. 
Ozzy, Ozzy is not touring again. No. So Zach's, Zach's other main job is Black Label Society, and even that is is looks to be taking a bit of a break as he does Zach Sabbath and and continue, Pantera's already announced a bunch of shows next year. I, I think they make a new record and they do a Pantera headline tour. Yep, I agree. I, I think I think strike while they can. They they can make a fortune if they just do it. And and it doesn't feel like a complete cash in because it was so good. Like if if it was if it was just lukewarm and they were playing these songs and and if Phil sounded bad and it just didn't have the vibe. But because it was so successful, I think it could be a little more. If we had an award for comeback player of the year, it would go to Phil. I he's think been, so too. Uh, he's been working with uh, with Vince Neal's trainer. <laughs> well, then he's spending all of his time with Phil because, uh, yeah. The first thing the trainer would say is like, fewer Nazi Hail Hitler salutes. And like, just go with that. Ouch. And that would, hey, I'm just, that's, that's his track record. I mean, go, going back to the spear and our last story on the dock. Okay, okay, God okay. damn it, right? Live rush shows, and I could completely see them doing something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five shows or ten shows, and maybe they get someone, maybe maybe they do get our, our buddy Mike Portnoy and say, hey, we need you for ten shows. Or they get Danny Carey or They're someone like, like how that. How many but, nerds are in America? Ten no, percent of those people can get to is, Vegas. This is the world. If if Alex and Getty come out and say, "Hey, we're we're gonna do ten shows," this is it. This is this is in tribute to Neil, and and this is the last time you're gonna get to see us. Come come see us do this. And they've always done fun visual stuff and things like that. That's a band that I yeah. think could put in the time to design something really great do time machine at the at the sphere yeah yeah it would be that, awesome and they'd sell on the day too they yeah. i agree they'd sell over overnight god be done one day but you go back to our theme like would you buy the tickets in advance or would you show up day up uh advance for me yeah, yeah i would, i would make plans around that yeah, for that sure would, that would that would definitely be like something to see and experience sphere style if, uh, whatever, whatever Lee and Lifeson thing comes together, wherever it is, I gotta feel that there's something coming. I mean, it's like I know, I know, like Getty put that book out, and there he was on a book tour, and and you know was talking with a lot of people. But that story isn't dying, and it's not the same story being reiterated. It's in multiple interviews where Getty's talking about him and Alex talking about making new music together, going out and playing live together. Like, it sounds like something's brewing. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I mean, they're being pretty coy, you know, about like, oh, we can't do it without Neil, all this and that. But, but you know, like, there's a lot of like elbow nudging. (laughs) Well, I'd say it's like him telling that story of, of, you know, when they were at Taylor's tribute and Paul McCartney, you know, nudged him and was like, look, you know, you sort of have to just get back on the horse. This is what we do. And if they're feeling it, you know, they've got a beetle encouraging them to do it. And you know, Dave Grohl was sitting there like, yeah, you guys yeah, should yeah, do it. Like, you should. Listen to Paul. Yeah. Listen to Sir Paul. All you need is a drummer. <laughs> and, and, and when they played those Taylor shows, they were great. And it's like, and that, they had three different drummers 
on each song on both of those shows and they sounded awesome it didn't sound like oh they got someone who can't play like neil like they, they they're reaching out to people who idolize neil well that's yeah i mean that's so. the thing people are like you can't play like neil so you don't have to play like neil you play yeah. what neil played right like it ain't it ain't rocket science you know what i mean like it like, almost I, is playing like, the spirit of neil but it's i mean but the thing is it's like it, these days you know what I mean? Human beings are getting better at things. You know what I mean? Like, the kind of drumming that Neil Peart was doing in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, people are doing way better than that. I mean, because, like, really great drummers in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, like, introduced all these creative things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's 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 always been the case. Like, Thelonious Monk used to say, like, you're never going to do something you've never heard before. It's always somebody does something, you hear it, and then you yeah. come up with your version or you imitate that and it's like that's all anybody needed was somebody to to, sh- yeah. to do it and now everybody does it so it's like it's not he was never the fastest he was never the this the that the other thing but he was super creative he had all those guys around him you know what i mean like they yeah. created that thing we don't need <laughs> we don't need the next neil pert we just need the guy who could play the stuff what, yeah. what, if, what if neil pert was to come back as an avatar i think that'd be yeah. great no. That you could put like cat makeup on him. That's not Be an Ed Brezhnev. I think that brings us to the end. Does it? Is Once that... we've gotten back full circle to avatars, I think we've said yeah. all we can say. Let me finish this drink. Who wants to take us out this evening, Colin? Oh, by the way, before before we take us out, the uh, the next episode's coming up uh, to to end this year and right, to yes. ease us into 2024. <laughs> oh, so will good. be our best of episodes, and we won't tell you what they are. You're gonna I have don't. to tune in, but uh, we'll post this episode, our last live episode of the year, and then the next four episodes you hear will be best ofs from this year, or yeah. or a different year. Uh, so that's it. I'll say goodbye here. <laughs> Call you and bring this plane down. Yeah, I'll, I'll land the plane. Pull the ripcord. <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening to the year-end episode for Middle Age Metalheads. On behalf of John Harden, Michael Stamps, David Timoney, myself, Colin Bosser, we wish you all absolutely wonderful holidays, a very, very happy and prosperous New Year. Make sure you connect with us on the socials. I think by now everybody knows what they are. We will see you next year, 2024, probably January, early January. And uh, maybe, is, is Metal Bowl our first thing? Is that is it too early for Metal Bowl? I don't know. Yeah, we do. We do usually do the Metal Bowl around "quote unquote" the big game. Uh, so you know, end of January, beginning of February. That that episode comes pretty fast and furious. Okay. Who won last year? Sabbath. Well, we won't get into that because my I got hurt feelings from last year. Oh, oh I thought didn't Sabbath win? Oh, oh no, that's right. Two years ago, I had hurt feelings. Last year, I was victorious. Oh, yeah, two years right. ago was this year. It'll be the Anthrax. Eagles. It's yeah, gonna it be Slim Anthrax. Pickens. Yeah. unless we unless we like release the hounds. Yeah, last, last year was we have one time where to reconfigure. Let's like Tesla or something. I mean, and will again. <laughs> Tune in in January. <laughs> All right, right. bye everyone. See you. All right, Jen. See you on the other side. Recording stopped.